What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this is your first time, I appreciate you. If you're returning, you're iconic. I appreciate you, too. Now, we have some tea to get into today. Y'all already know. But before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally everywhere else, especially YouTube. We popping over there. Go ahead and subscribe. Now for the tea. Riverdale. I am recording this the day before the series finale. I'm not feeling too many emotions, but I'm feeling um, a minimal amount. If you would have asked me six, seven months ago how I would be feeling right now, I would have probably told you completely opposite. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be honest. Um, you know, while I can appreciate the story that this season is telling, I think that Riverdale can be conscious when they want to. Um, they've touched on some real life stories. And, you know, I like the 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 spin that they've put on Riverdale lately. I just feel that the quality of the writing has increased ever since, you know, season three and season four, because I just uh, season three. I don't know what that was. And season four was really kind of like it's roundabout to get on the right track. And I feel like season five, it was kind of like, oh, light bulb is popping on. You know what I mean? And I think that season six was a real execution of what Riverdale could be you know I thought that there was a real destination you know there was a finish line and I thought you know incorporating Riverdale into season six making that you know a portion of its own thing and having that bleed into the rest of the season it really added layers in context and it, it just you know getting that as season six and then turning around into this you know we're all kind of thinking you know oh, this may kind of be the same thing. You know, they tell us, you know, at least 10 episodes. And, you know, at the time we weren't even thinking 10 episodes. We were thinking, you know, kind of like a Rivervale situation where, you know, they'll go to the 50s and they'll find their way back or whatever. And, you know, something along those lines. That's not the case. So they have essentially spent the entire season inside the 50s. Um, I don't know what the decision was behind that, but it was, in fact, dumb. Um, You know, we have six whole seasons prior to the seventh season of Riverdale, right? And we have grown to love all of these characters as they were for the past six seasons. So we essentially just have kind of been relearning the same characters this season. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I've been hearing a lot about, um, you know, we this the way that they filmed it and being in the 50s, it really put them in a position to be able to, you know, have everybody in the same rooms and how the dynamics were different at the end of the show. I'm like, you know, that is what happens. <laughs> that happens, you know, that naturally happens. That is what happens when you have character growth and you stick to it, you know? That's how you build characters. That's how you, you know, appreciate your viewers for sticking with the characters and being loyal with the characters because these characters that they've been in love with for six seasons, they've gotten attached to. So to give them a completely new character or essentially the same character just rewritten at this point, it's like rebooting your own show. And nobody's really asking for that. 
at all. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really sure who, you know, I thought it was a gag, you know, going to the 50s as a quick thing. But, you know, it being this whole long season has made it just feel like, again, there's no destination. The way that they try to, for one, implement, you know, implement the milkman here, this, the, the mugs here, you know, plant things so that way they can try to do a, oh, well, this connects type of Riverdale moment that they usually can execute. You know what I mean? They usually can at least execute that. But there is no true moment where I'm like, oh, my God, the story was just so good. The mystery really came together. Like, the mystery was very lackluster. You can tell nothing was put into it. It wasn't the focus. And, you know, they just really tried to recreate moments that we've already seen. And we don't want that. We don't want that. We've seen High School Riverdale for four seasons and it bled into the first couple episodes of season five so nobody wanted that shows where characters die do they really come back no not everybody can have a scene together that's not always what's gonna happen don't ruin the story or show just so that you can have a honky-dory ending behind the scenes. Because what's the point of the entire journey that you just took your viewers on? And this is a big issue that I have with Roberto Sacasa. It's, oh my goodness, you know what I mean. Like, he he's what I will put first with positivity. He can execute a first season it is so quality it's vibrant it's attracting it really draws you in these characters are screaming stand me genuinely you know but after that first season i don't know what the hell happens i'm pretty sure that's when the writers room really step in and things go downhill because when a writers room come in nine times out of ten the quality drops and it is just the most annoying thing in the world because it's like, what do you mean? You got a writer's room. If anything, there should be more complexity here. There, there should be more range here. You know what I mean? Like, what is the issue? Because I felt like a lot of the issues a lot of the time is that Riverdale didn't really reflect, you know, what the real world looks like. And I do hold Roberto a lot responsible for that because why are you not fighting to create that environment? Why do you have token black people and, you know, token people all on this set? Why isn't it a proper representation? And I really didn't like that. You know, I don't feel that he has had proper representation, generally speaking. I mean, we've had Chuck where did Chuck go? Where did Monroe go? You know what I mean? I understand that people have, you know, probably different bookings later on, go different directions or whatnot, but there's just, I, I'm not really sure where the dark skin characters are because even down to Josie, the most consistent dark skin character they have, they have given her consistently shit. So, um, hmm, it, it's, it's giving absolute bare minimum and i just can't it 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 literally makes me like it it y'all and that's what frustrates me about pretty little liars because it's on its first season katie king got canceled 
honestly, maybe I'm kind of like, yay, because it doesn't get to get ruined for me. Look at Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, how that progressively got ruined as it went on. And it's just like with every single show you do this, you pull people in, you know, you have a really good story, you know how to execute that first season, but right after you get people pulled in, you kind of just fuck with them. (laughs) No, generally, it feels like with his shows that he messes with his viewers and then the conclusion to the shows are so so unsatisfying it's not even funny and then when i also continuously look down his track record i look at the freaking glee seasons that he had you know what i mean like when when did glee go downhill look at when this man is involved and look at when glee starts to go downhill and it just is like you consistently kind of have an issue here where I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Like, you know what I mean? And when I look at Glee, especially in Glee season four and five and even six, there's kind of like this kookiness that Riverdale kind of has that I'm kind of like, this kind of got you written all over it too. And you, uh, I just can't. I'm so sorry. I don't know this man personally. This is really not a personal dig. But as a viewer, it's just really upsetting. And it makes me not want to get invested in any of his TV shows. I truthfully hope that Pretty Little Liars is going to be good the second season. And good the third season if they get one after that. Because you know HBO is cutting things off like it's nothing. And what Pretty Little Liars has going for it is its engagement with social media. That is what gets it to win always has the fan engagement so we'll see because they do times where they watch episodes like it's live tv and then they live tweet with all the fans they get everybody to come in and watch and people will see the hashtag going and then they'll come and join and then it'll become a bigger thing so you know what i mean like pretty little liar is a world beyond roberto it's not something he really you know put into motion like Riverdale or anything like that this is something he kind of took on you know kind of in a way like he stepped onto Glee and I had you know similar concerns when Pretty Little Liar started I was like oh my gosh can you please not touch this series for one it just ended in 2017 there was just a reboot in 2018 let me count 19 20 21 22 so it came out around 2022 it's only been four years since Pretty Little Liars well the last spinoff but five years since the OG ended so what reason did we have to reboot Pretty Little Liars okay you made it all right you made the reboot all right fine I'll give you your tens but it's not really tens to me. I'll give you like a six and a half or to a seven, actually, because I actually enjoyed the characters genuinely. I enjoyed the mothers. I loved the setup, but there was just some minor things that I had issues with, and that took it down automatically from a ten to an eight, which is fine. And then it was the tie-ins to the OG Pretty Little Liars universe. And first of all, I don't know why on earth you, the way that they showed off Rosewood. You're seeing it's in the same universe as Pretty Little Liars. I need you to do better with how it's going to look and the aesthetic that you're going to have. Because that does not look like... No. It doesn't. No. It just doesn't. Even if it's that far into the future. No. No. Obviously, my dog agrees. Listen to her. Hey, Basil. You okay, girl? Yo. But it's just kind of the fact that... 
We've invested so much time into the show. And the fact that in the final season, it's almost like there's no appreciation for the viewers and the dedicated viewers and the people that watch the show. I mean, can you imagine the people right now who are seeing this, who, you know, stayed after everybody left after the first and second season because they thought it dropped in quality and people were like, you want to know what? I like the show for what it is. I'm going to stay around for the, the G&G and the Oregon harvesting farm and, you know, this five year jump and all that stuff. And, you know, literally on Twitter fighting for their lives, defending the Riverdale name just to get this final season and absolutely see no rewarding ending for you watching this season or series period whoa that's awful don't make tv <laughs> Dude, don't make tv if you're gonna do that i'm sorry do not make tv it, if you have had a time jump and you have moved the, sto- the story forward, continuously move the story forward because you could progress into a Barchi wedding, right? They just got engaged with everybody has been waiting up to the entire series. And then nobody's really going to see that. Nobody's going to see any of the character progression or development. Well, uh, some of these characters, especially Alice, do not have any development whatsoever. She repeats the same storyline every single season. There's no range. I know what I'm going to expect from her. And I know what she's going to say. And it's just so tired at this point. Anyway, but genuinely, y'all, there are just some characters that I'm just... Uh, I have a headache. <laughs> I have a headache. Because what do you mean? I invested this time for what? And I think, aside from the fact that as a viewer, it just sucks. Aside from that, there are TV shows from the CW that got axed, such as Legacies. And Legacies is far more important than Riverdale. I'm sorry, Riverdale has had Katie King canceled, Sabrina canceled. The Riverdale universe has not really survived. Other than Riverdale. (laughs) So... It's interesting to me how Legacies didn't get a final season. Legacies, a show part of a franchise and, you know, part of a universe, the Vampire Diaries universe, the Vampire Diaries originals, Legacies, you know what I mean? A show that has contributed to this network and, well, keeping it afloat for several years, decades at this point, right? So what do you mean they don't get a final season, but Riverdale is getting a final season and genuinely wastes it. They wasted a whole season, wasted all that company's money for what? For what? That's crazy. I'm seeing hardcore day one fans so dissatisfied. And it's so sad. It's to the point to where, and that's why I'm like, and that is exactly, guys, <laughs> that is exactly why I am like, I'm feeling minimal feelings right now about Riverdale ending because you have proved to me everything that people have been saying this entire time, despite me defending y'all goddamn name on social media. I'm over here in, in, a, in a full-on brawl, not literally, y'all, but like, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you got viral tweets everywhere going about Riverdale. And I'm over here just tweeting out positivity and all this stuff. You know, I'm going to war. Like, you want to know what? I'm going to count all of this or whatever. You know what I mean? And, like, it's just like, okay. So, oh, the fuck I do all that for? <laughs> you ain't give a fuck. You ain't show no appreciation to us bitches who, the, the viewers, mind you, that kept your TV show on the air. If you didn't have those viewers all the time, you wouldn't have a TV show. You wouldn't have a season three, four, five, six, or seven. Well, you wouldn't. So, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I, I, I it's not the fact that the show is set all the way in the 50s per se, right? It's not even that. It's the fact that it's set in the 50s and they went back to high school. It's not even just that, even. They went back to high school and they're the same characters. We live in a lot of the same moments. just like they, they move the puzzle pieces around. Like, no, bitch, you literally cannot be serious. Like, we are repeating storylines. Why are we repeating storylines? And then... Imagine, to our surprise, especially people who've grown to love Jabatha, learn that Tabitha is hardly in the season. <laughs> and nobody felt any reason. Like, nothing, they knew fans were going to be pissed because they didn't say a single thing about any of this shit until after it was happening. They knew. They just went ahead and did what needed to be done. If they would have known, a lot of people wouldn't have watched. Because who the hell would have watched this season knowing that they wouldn't have gotten their memories the entire season? After they said only 10 episodes in a 50. So you lied to people. <laughs> if I saw Roberto, I, if I got to ask him a question, I would sit down in my seat. I would take the microphone. I would be like, what do you have to say, you know, to fans who were waiting for the 50s to end after 10 episodes after y'all made a statement about that. Boom. What do you have to say about that? I have a lot of questions. I, and you know, I see Lily and all of them like defending the show and whatnot. And it makes sense to me now, to be honest, because they did that interview on set. And I think if they didn't do that on set, it would be a different story. I'm just going to be real because obviously we know that Riverdale is kooky. We know that. We know that Riverdale is crazy. We know that it's just supposed to be, you know, what it is. I don't know the word for Riverdale. There's no word for Riverdale. But it's just is what it is, right? That is the expectation of it. That is how they write it. You know, they say Roberto is in table reads just cracking up because he knows how dumb it is. Okay. That's great. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, a lot of what draws people to watch the show is what they believe is coming, what they hope is coming, what they want to see coming. You know? And obviously as a writer, you can't a lot of times take in what fans or the general public want to see. But I feel like that applied to people like Shonda Rhimes writing Grey's Anatomy stories more so than Roberto writing Riverdale. It's just not in the same context. And I think this is very nasty material going on here. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. This man has to be investigated. <laughs> like, I'm sending the FBI at this point. I can't do it. I can't do it. But, you know, I'm going to do a podcast after, um, you know, the Riverdale episode airs tomorrow. And then I'm actually going to attach it onto this podcast and do kind of like, you know, a part one and part two all in one podcast. And just honestly kind of go from there, y'all, because... There's going to be so much to talk about after the episode. You know, they just learned their memories at the end of the last episode and they're just getting reacclimated with all of those. Some people didn't remember. Well, most people didn't remember the bad except for really Betty. And, you know, I, I don't remember if Veronica or Archie did, but it would have been nice if they didn't. But, you know, the characters that we're even seeing they don't feel like the same characters. They're not the same characters. I hate that we got all of this rushed into the last episode. Why couldn't we at least have had them learn their memories? Maybe with about six, at least seven, six, seven episodes left, maybe? Couldn't we have gotten to enjoy them with their memories? At least a little portion of the series? Like, I just... Well... You could have still did that in the same setting. I'm just not really understanding what the thought process was behind all of this. It's very lazy. Anyway, y'all. Now, until the next time, I will be back, like I said, after the next episode. Well, the final episode ever. And I'm not really that sad about it. Again, after the handling of this season, I'm just kind of like, okay, what a good run. What a good run. Seven seasons. Boom. Let's end it there. Because honestly, if we had another season, it would just piss me off. (laughs) It would just piss me off at this point. So I can't wait to have a conversation with you guys about the next episode and just wrap our heads around the fact that Riverdale is actually ending, which doesn't really sound real, but it is. And it's going to take time to process and we're going to chat about it and process it together, y'all. All right. Thank you so much. Make sure you go ahead and follow me on social media at that. So dev on Twitter, Instagram and literally everything else. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I was about to say thanks for watching. Child, this is not YouTube. Anyway, go drink some water, eat some good food and get some rest, y'all. I will see y'all later. All right. Peace. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're iconic. We have some tea to get into. Are we shocked? I know we're not shocked. Okay. Now, before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally everywhere else, including YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. It's kind of popping over there. Okay. So, you know, um, (laughs) welcome back to the second part of this podcast. So, I pre recorded the first part prior to the Riverdale series finale. Um, And then I'm doing this after, a bit after, maybe about two weeks after, just so I can sit with everything that I've been thinking in regards to the show. Because there are a lot of things about this show that um, obviously, generally, we're kind of like, question mark? But also at the same time, accepting it for what it is. You know, that 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 is the epitome of being someone who likes Riverdale. You just take it for what it is. Like, when you watch the show, you have to have no judgment, no expectation. The only expectation is just entertainment. 
That is what it is. It don't have to be logical. It don't have to make sense. None of that. And honestly, we're at a point where I think we need to be reminded that fun exists and we need to have fun because nobody seems to want to have fun, but everybody wants to complain where the fun is. So it's just really interesting to me because, you know, I do believe that Riverdale is going to be something that um, is remembered. It's going to be something that people come back to and kind of like, you know, they're going to say Riverdale was camp because Riverdale was camp. It absolutely was. It was one of those things where, you know, it's just like, it's a comic book show. So there are endless possibilities with what they could do. So the teen drama aspect of it, I think, you know, with the first season, it really kind of like set the tone for a lot of people. So I think once it went into kind of a different direction, people were kind of like, oh, wait a minute, because I don't think the uh, second season was too far. I think the second season was so well done you could tell the second season was planned by the time they finished the first season because you know we saw that fred got shot and then how it just easily went straight into the second season obviously they tend to do that where they kind of tease at the end of the season what's going to come next i don't know if they had an idea entirely of what was going to come next so let me give you an example because there's a lot of times that this has happened so we obviously have the time you know at the end of season one where uh, the black hood shot fred and you know everything surrounding stuff after that we waited into the second season but you can really see how we saw the black hood and you know fred being shot and how that was going to spill into the next season but then we have i want to say what was it was it season four maybe i want to say maybe was the end was it in season four i'm trying to think where they were i think it may have been the end of season three where they kind of teased this whole you know where they burned jughead's beanie and all that stuff where they kind of you know quote unquote plan something out for the next season and it didn't exactly pan out the way that they had showcased it right because Riverdale had (laughs) Riverdale is just like on the spot absolutely down to the down to the fucking scripts it is so last minute how many times cast members have said that they have gotten a script at the last minute so it's very unsurprising to me that something that they tease at the end of season four that they kind of have an idea of they have no idea what that is actually going to be until that next season comes and it's just kind of like what it's because it often becomes a disappointment to me because when that season does come and what you teased is not what you actually go and do it's just it's so annoying it also kind of happened with the very last um okay well look it happened with the last season of riverdale right season six that is the last season to me i just refuse to acknowledge season seven as the final season of riverdale so um (laughs) at the end of season six it was just kind of like um okay you know we're going to the 50s we um you know, we just left Superpower Era, right? <laughs> Comic book show. So who the fuck knows what's coming? We've seen a, a, a board game come to life infused with drugs. We've seen um, an August harvesting farm. Like, we've seen everything under the fucking sun. So seeing Superpowers on Riverdale is not 
And I do mean is not surprising to me. And it shouldn't be to anybody else. Probably if you haven't watched since season one, you're probably like, where has this show going? Do you know that this show is the brand of the Archie comics? Comics? I'm just saying. It's not Pretty Little Liars. It's not Gossip Girl. So these aspects of potential supernatural things, it's like it would make sense if it was there. And I had always said that Riverdale would have thrived if it had taken on a new theme each season. And what sucks is they kind of did that towards the end. So like season five, we really did kind of have a theme season. But the season five was am I thinking of season, I'm not thinking of season five I'm thinking of season six so season six is quite interesting to me because we do have that little first batch of five episodes where it's Rivervale and then we do have the back end where Rivervale bleeds into Riverdale and we have this overarching storyline where we have Percival who came from Rivervale and it's just kind of like it's so intricate and complex in season six that I'm just wondering how they got to that basic ass season seven it is absolutely just not great to me (laughs) it's not great and again look i love the actors i think the actors make this show if they did not have the actors that they have the show probably would have been canceled already anyway so you know we're leaving season six and whatnot blah 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 blah. so we're getting into season seven now right they had already teased the 50s so in my head i'm like okay we're in the 50s now you know we've essentially wrapped up almost everything in season six other than what happened after that comment and how it's going to impact things going forward instead of them continuing you know and ending Riverdale on a good and high note it you know really felt like that Riverdale was making a full circle moment back to honestly the Riverdale that I knew because I felt like season six even though you can say whatever you want to about you know the choice of plot but the writing and the handling of everything was done so well that i thought it was probably the best season since season one season two just to be entirely honest so i was really expecting that vibe especially with the 50s like okay so we're gonna go with this formula again we're gonna be in the 50s for a couple episodes and hop back into the original timeline like that was supposed to be what the tea was that's what they actually told us and i've said that a billion times at this point especially in the first part of this podcast but you know it actually coming to life you know because here's the experience right i'm watching season seven i am like ecstatic for season seven you know 50s i can really enjoy this right now because it's not forever you know what i mean it's homage to Riverdale to the Archie comics, right? That needed to be done. I truly do believe that. It was a perfect thing to do. Only if it was something similar to Riverdale, but it was not. And that just made it awful. So <laughs> it was awful. And I look, I've defended Riverdale the entire run, but I just the way that you ended that fucking show it was like a slap in the face to your viewers oh my god like it's it's one of those things where it's like you've invested so much time into something and the payoff was ass it was entirely ass if you ask me 
the entire season felt like one big filler season. Like, be so serious. Us saying goodbye to those characters in the series finale. Girl, it felt like I was saying goodbye to those characters. Now, let me start from the beginning of the the series finale. So, starting off with the old Betty in her granddaughter or whatever. Dumb. Like, <laughs> dumb. Because already you doing this little thing right here has taken away from everybody that we could have learned about that we had grown to know on Riverdale. You did all of that just so we could not find out. Not with Dr. Colonel, what happened to him? Old ass Betty sitting in that fucking bed took up time for us to know what happened to him. And the way that they just flew over things dying, like... What a terrible series finale. And I do mean terrible. I didn't even finish watching it the first time. I was like, you want to know what? No. I'm just going to wait till it comes on Netflix. Watch it from beginning to end. And I got to be honest with you guys. I haven't even made it past the second episode. I just went straight back to the series finale. And it's like, let me just watch this again and just process. Because I'm so pissed. (laughs) I'm... (laughs) It's so funny to me. I'm so fucking pissed. Because you mean to tell... Okay, look. Look, here's what I'm going to give tens, right? And this is probably the only tens I'm going to give on this episode. And it's not even tens. It's just funny because they're so unserious. Making the core four essentially a couple is hilarious. But you want to know why it's like funny, but not like me giving tens? It's because... It only addresses them in that timeline, right? <laughs> it like it only addresses the version of these characters that we know this season. We only knew these characters for 20 episodes. These versions of these characters we only knew for 20 episodes. So, imagine one season on Netflix of 20 episodes and it gets canceled. Do you think if they had a graduation fucking ceremony, do you really fucking think that I would cry? Like, be so serious. There's no emotional connection to these characters, these versions. There's no emotional connection. The emotional connection from the characters that we know, the versions that we know, are simply what's holding us attached to these new versions. That is it. Because it feels like an entirely new show. It feels like they rebooted the show. Literally. It feels like a reboot of the show in the final fucking season. Like, holy shit. Are you joking? I need Roberto Sacasa to stop making TV until he fixes his formula. It's not working. It's not good. And it's not a good payoff for the viewer. It's not worth investing in his shows. And I would recommend not watching any of his shows. Glee. Once he got on fucking Glee, Glee went downhill. Obviously, there was more people on Glee than him. But is it a coincidence that all of these projects that he has hopped on has gone down in quality after the first season that he has been a part of them? He he hopped on Glee season three. What happened after that? Season four, five, and motherfucking six. Be so serious. Sabrina after season one. What happened after Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Season two and three. 
Well, it had parts. It didn't even have season two and three. It only had two seasons. They just split it up into two parts for whatever fucking reason. That was dumb. Be serious. Katie Keene canceled after the first season. Should I be mad? I'm sad that my Miss Girl, Miss Lucy, can't seem to keep a show on air for at least two seasons minimum, but I am not mad that the show itself kind of got canceled because, be serious, we all know what happens after that first fucking season. No, 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 no! Enough, Roberto! Pretty Little Liars is always... It has always been my favorite show, Pretty Little Liars. That is not a secret. I can watch that 24-7 back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, and it would feel like I have never seen that bitch. So when he decided to reboot that show, all hell broke loose in my head. I was like, no, absolutely not. And mind you, look, I love a good reboot. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I love a good reboot, and I love a good idea of a reboot, right? So, like, when the reboot is done right, I really, really love it. When the reboot is not done right, I love the idea of it. I may not like it, right? So not everything needs a reboot. Pretty Little Liars ended in 2017. And then the reboot, which got canceled after season one, which they didn't even give a chance. <laughs> Literally, Freeform gave it no chance whatsoever. I'm like, Pretty Little Liars ran your shit for like seven, eight years. You at least owed them a season two. But anyway, <laughs> that ended in 2018, mind you. So interesting, isn't it? So why the hell would we have needed a reboot? When did it come out? Last year, 2022. So let's say the original show in the 2017 three, that's five years. The reboot, The Perfectionist, uh, four years. So it has been four to five years since that show ended. Why the fuck did it need a reboot? Why? For what? For who? Who asked for it? See, now, the thing about it is, it sucks because... Roberto's going to eat a first season that he's on. The first season of a show that he is on, whether it is the very first season or the first season he has decided to work on it, right? It doesn't matter. Those very first seasons are going to be good. It's going to be quality. You're going to love the characters. It's going to pull you in. And it's just going to be like what you expect a... It's what you would expect a show of this time to really be. It really captures the essence of a quality show. But, hmm, what the fuck happens after that? Well, it's ass. No. Because all of these shows, Sabrina again, it went on, let's say, four parts. Two seasons, right? but split into four parts or whatever. So all of that time, bitch, no, be so serious. If I'm investing seven seasons and by the end of those seven seasons, I don't get shit from it. Oh, we gotta be so serious. We have to be so serious. From the very beginning of Riverdale, everybody, the characters, the writers, the viewers, everybody knew that Betty and Archie were in game. That was what we were working towards for the end goal in the end game. Fuck a Varchi. 
It was never organic, even though the actors had chemistry. The characters, no, they just did not fit. Buckhead did not fit, although the actors had chemistry. We all knew what the show was working towards. But instead, we got a fucking foursome. I just can't. I just can't. You know, the show is just... Oh, thank God that bitch is over. I have never said that. I literally never, never before season four have I said, I can't wait for Riverdale to end. But by the time I found out that the 10 episodes of, you know, in the 50s were turning into the whole season in the 50s, I said, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think that is the worst thing that they could have done. You know, we discussed how Pretty Little Liars, the ending, was questionable to a lot of people. And, you know, I don't know. Because I kind of enjoyed it in a way. Um, I think that it created space for not too much letdown. Because we really kind of see how things wrap up in the last episode before the series finale. It almost kind of wraps up majority of the stuff without giving a conclusion to the A story. So to me, it felt very fulfilling. And then to see the series finale, it was also kind of fulfilling to me. Do I think that the twin thing came out of nowhere? Do I wish that it was somebody that we knew and it was done a bit better? Yes. But watching the whole season, I thought that Pretty Little Liars, it was just so interesting to see how the story plays a part in every aspect of the show from the very beginning, especially, you know, Spencer having a twin and Mary Drake being her mom. When you look back and rewatch the show, you see so many things that show you that this is the direction that we're going to go in. But you can also see the creativity. And I just thought that Marlene did such a great job with Pretty Little Liars. And unfortunately, Roberto was here to try to ruin it. Um, anyway, but, you know, the series finale for Riverdale, it just, it wasn't good to me. <laughs> it wasn't good. You know, the whole Betty's point of view thing was just such a waste of time. Obviously, it was classic that Jughead was going to be like, you know, the main narrator guy. That That's just what Jughead is. You know, um, we know that Archie is the face of the show. We know that Jughead is a narrator. We know that Betty is probably the most popular character. Um, Veronica, I, 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 I'm not going to say that Veronica is just there because Veronica is actually very popular. Um, but I don't feel like that she has a significant space inside of Riverdale which was kind of the whole thing that she never really fit in. And we never really got to explore that. You know, in season six, Veronica was really finding her place. What was for her? Where was she going? What was meant for her? Like, we were genuinely seeing the development of Veronica, despite the many times that the writers have ignored her character development. We really started to see something. And then they decided to wipe all of the character development away, everything away, actually, including the whole universe of Riverdale. So technically, Riverdale literally does not exist in 
any timeline where Riverdale has been mentioned. So technically, in Pretty Little Liars, no, think about it, because they wiped that whole fucking timeline. So that would mean Pretty Little Liars does not exist. Because Riverdale is in the world of Pretty Little Liars. So that would mean the original Pretty Little Liars would not exist based on the writing. Do we hear that? And that's what the... Like, did they think about that? How they implemented Riverdale into different worlds? And how wiping Riverdale would essentially, in writing forms, get rid of shit? Like, did they... like? Did they think about how their worlds connect? Or was this just kind of just cute and for fun? I have to know. Because logically, it don't make fucking sense. It don't. It does not. Anyway, y'all. Look, I don't have too much to say. I've said what I needed to say. You know, that finale was absolutely ass. The last season of Riverdale was ass. I thought it was one big filler season. And that's just that. There's nothing else for me to overview or review. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I hate that the show went out this way. I wanted more than anything for this show to go out on top. Season five and season six really showed me that it could recover from season three and season four. Season five may have, you know, dropped off a bit on the back end. But it surely picked the fuck up. The entire season six was consistent to me. I don't know what the fuck happened. But anyway, y'all. Well. This would be my last podcast where I'm going to talk about Riverdale because, well, Riverdale's over. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you for chatting with me today. You know, I'm going to miss Riverdale. I am. I'm going to watch it on a continuous loop. Will I continuously watch season seven on the loop? I don't know, but definitely season one through six. That's going to be for sure. Um, But yeah, guys, thank you again. I'm going to hop off here. Make sure you drink some water, eat some good food, take care of yourself. And yeah, I'm going to go get some Starbucks and cake because I love myself. All right, y'all. All right. I'm out of here now. I'm so serious. Peace.